What's up, nerds? We are Popcorn Nerds. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we are your favorite pop culture podcast with snacks. I'm saying we are a lot because today we are reviewing the latest Sony Endeavor into the Marvel Universe, Venom. Super excited to review it. Um, I am joined today by my lovely and consistent co-host, Mark Symbiget Goings. <laughs> hey, like how I tied that hey, in? Hey, I see what you did. <laughs> what you did there. Uh, and as always, our sexy, sexy moderator, Jeff Shepard. Ooh. Hey. Hey. And last but not least, up? this guy. Oh, I'm Taylor D. Adams. So nice for you guys to join us. Uh, we, we've thrown a little bit off here on the podcast. We actually started our live stream about 10 minutes early. We started it on time, but we had to wait for our snack of the week to be done. Um, and our snack of the week is, Mark, take the snack out of your mouth. So, no, <laughs> never. So, snack of the week this week, relevant to the uh, the movie again. Yeah. Um, so, we have tater tots. Yep. And chocolate. Please explain. Um, at one point in the movie, one of the characters is like, we should have tater tots and chocolate. Because that's, I don't want to say too much more. Not spoilerly, spoilery, but it is. Spoilery. Spoilery. Yeah, you got it. Spoilerly. Yep. But, yeah. It's pertinent to the movie, so is the beer. We are drinking PBRs. (laughs) Not a whole lot of thought. Not a whole lot of thought here on the podcast. We just went straight for what we saw in the movie. The tall boys, though. But, apparently, PBR had this uh, ad campaign where they had a competition to see who could come up with really cool fan art to put on the cans, and... The winner is, uh, what is it, Mark? Gaijin, the artist. Which, what does Gaijin mean? Gaijin means foreigner. In Japanese? Yes. Got it. Cool. You awesome. would know In that. Japanese. Yeah, I you would. would know that. I do. Mark, how are you? Mitchell would know, too. I'm doing well. Yeah? How are you? Good, man. Did you have a good week? Yeah, not too bad. Not too okay. bad. Can, can, we, can, can we announce the big announcement that got, we were going to announce last week, but we didn't? But Well, I didn't say anything until mm-hmm. after the podcast ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a new job. Hey! 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 Uh, so that's, that's exciting news. Uh, I start that next week. Very excited. Uh, less exciting. Uh, my manager hit my car <laughs> uh, the day I put in my notice. Wait, wait, wait. Can I tag your manager? <laughs> Please? We're not Please. friends on Facebook. Oh. I don't even know if she's on Facebook. Okay. But... That's anyway, really that's you couldn't write that in yeah. a show. No, exactly. <laughs> like m- my life is ridiculous. Like these things happen to me. Um, I just I came back from lunch, and one of my coworkers was standing there, and he just had this like shit eating grin on his face. He's like, "Hey, Mark, how's it going?" And I was like, "Good, John. How are you?" And he was like, "I'm good." And I thought like I thought he had maybe heard that I put on my notice, so I was like, "Oh, we're starting to get around already." Get to my desk, sit down. Manager pops up over the top of the desk. She's like, hey, Mark, I think I hit your car in the parking lot. And I was like, what? I was like, I parked like over here on like the back side of the lot, like away from everyone. She's like, yeah. So? And um, so apparently she had posted on our internal forums and this guy saw and that's why he was being a jerk and grinning at me and asking wait, wait, me how my was. Wait, this guy he was happy? This guy was happy that your car got hit? He was just waiting to see how I reacted because... Does this guy just want to watch the world burn? Surprise, Probably. motherfucker. His, his name's John Connors. He's going to save us from the robots. Oh, no. <laughs> Shout out to John. He's a good guy, though. Shout out. I'm attacking him. Terrible driver, though. Uh, no, John didn't hit the car. Oh, okay, okay. 
Um, it's just a terrible friend. Just a terrible <laughs> friend. Yeah. No, he and I had talked about because he just got a new car too, and so we had talked about it. My car, I've not even. That's had a nice it. car. It'd be a shame if someone, someone hit, hit it, it in the parking lot. Um, so my manager was driving. Looking for, I, I can't find him. <laughs> He's looking for him. all the John Connors. On a giant right suburban uh, hit my car. Now I got to deal with that on the day I put in my notice, and everyone's the first two questions are well, a question and then a response. Everyone had was. Did she do it on purpose? And I was like, I don't think so. She posted on the forum. She was very upfront about it. Uh, supplied all the uh, insurance information. We got a police report. We're all good. Um, very apologetic. And then everyone's next th- thing that they say is, sue her for retaliation. <laughs> and I was like, no. I mean, like, that's messed up. Well, we're happy you got a new job. Me too. We're excited for you. Everyone here on the, on the podcast and everyone yeah. listening at home, watching at home. Um, well, outside of all that eventful things, what, uh, what did you get into this week? What did you, what did you watch? What did you play? What did you listen to? Um, still slowly working through Spider-Man. Um, don't have, I didn't have a lot of time to play this week. Um. That's PS4? I, yeah. Gotcha. And I say that, but then I did watch Big Mouth Season 2. Yeah! Uh, and Violet Evergarden. What? It's a, it's a Netflix anime. Okay. Um, that, it, you know what? Sounds like one. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, is that vi- violent? No, violet. Violet. Viol- yeah. The flower. Evergarden. Yeah. All right. Um, very beautifully also, animated. Also a fantastical stripper name. That would. You're right. That would be a great one. Like in the or, war, it's a War of the Rings stripper. Yeah. Like fairy. Like it's yeah. a fairy stripper. And or that could that could also just be completely the name of the the girl from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Violet. Oh. <laughs> We know what you never find out her last name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Violet Evergarden was great. Um, it's about a young girl who is raised as a, a war machine, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like stripped of her humanity, made into just a weapon. Rescued from that situation by a military. Uh, I guess he's a major. Uh, they bond... And then it's like her after the war trying to reunite with him. Hmm. Um, goes through this whole process. Uh, lots of feels towards the end especially. Uh, but like I said, the animation's fantastic on it. Uh, very well done. There's also like a, a side episode that's like a little side story they did. I watched that as well. Um, but yeah, a fun little anime. Uh, if, you, if you want some feels, you want to get choked up a little bit. Um, where do yeah, you where yeah. do you watch these things on Netflix? On Netflix, okay. I, 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 well, there's other there aren't there like specific anime platforms that you can subscribe yeah. to that uh, you can watch Crunchyroll. Crunch, that's yeah, Crunchyroll. That's, Crunchy Crunchy that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just I wasn't sure. Yeah, there's a few others. I uh, think Funimation has their own. Yeah, you end up watching more anime on Netflix because I think you have, and so its algorithm is like, hey, you were like all this, all this, all this. I don't. I get like zero anime. Right well, now. yeah, I put mm-hmm. it. I put it into my watch list too. And then, yeah, because I watch it, I also get recommendations for it. Yeah. Uh, so it shows up. I get a lot of recommendations for dark European drums. <laughs> I do not. Because I'm, I'm white and sad all the time, apparently. <laughs> like, probably looks like my Netflix is a child watching it, but then also, <laughs> like, dabbling the things they shouldn't be watching. Like It's, it's the child's account without parental lock on it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like... You watched, you know, Violet Evergarden, which actually is kind of violent. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but then it's like, but you also watched Maniac. Yeah. And Black Mirror. It's like, uh, we don't know what to tell you to watch. Just here's everything. This kid's fucked up. We don't, we don't know what this dude watches. He watches everything. This kid's a lost cause. 
Yeah. Just show him, show him whatever he wants. They're going to bring me in. They're like, you broke our algorithm. It literally didn't know what to show you, so we showed you everything. And he watched all of it. Uh, so, no. But I, I watched those. Those were good. My normal anime. And then actually another new anime that just started on Crunchyroll uh, called Goblin Slayer. Um, is it about slaying goblins? It is, actually. <laughs> oh. At least the first episode. Um, a newbie RPG party goes out to slay goblins, get too big for their britches, uh, and then they get brutally murdered. Uh, one of the women gets taken and like raped by goblins. What? And then... I'm not going to take that one. <laughs> and then the goblin slayer shows up and wrecks everyone. Okay. Uh, it's very, very intense... Um, not what I was expecting based on, like, just, all I saw was some concept art, a few gifs of it, um, looked interesting, apparently it's a long-running series from a manga, I believe, and they've just started the anime, uh, yeah, very, very intense, um, yeah, so, Taylor, what you watched on that note? Um... Or, or read, or play, or do... Read? Or... I don't know how to read. Um, I do, I do okay. need to read more. I've got, I've got books that I need to read that I just haven't. Um, let's see. I... Uh, well, Doctor Who premiered I know. this weekend. I gotta watch the Christmas special from Compaldi's. Hi, and... man! Come on! Well, it wasn't on the season when I bought the season. Bummer. And then, so I haven't seen the Christmas special, so I haven't seen the premiere yet. Uh, I was I was excited to I was excited to watch that, and I was not disappointed. It's it's a lot of fun. Thanks. New Doctor um, Jodie Whittaker is really good. Uh, a, a very different approach. Like they've all been kind of they've all have got like the kooky funness in them, but there's a certain vibe I get from her that's extremely um, well-meaning. Like you had doctors who have been fun, but also cynics. You have been have doctors who are fun but also kind of maniacal so this one is just kind of like a, a good introduction and um no spoilers or anything like that but nicole and i watched it the other day and we're glad it's back we're glad jody whitaker's at the helm sorry all you fanboys that don't like women doing things um but i've been a fan of jody whitaker for a while so that was kind of nice to see someone to actually recognize from previous work mm -hmm. in the doctor who role so um that was really cool uh awesome to have that show back um, I got halfway through the first episode of the new season of Man in the High Castle. Um, halfway through the first episode of the new season. Yeah, well, I was watching it late at night and I got really tired, so I was like, I'll just pause it and I'll come back to it. That's right. Um, but a lot happens in that show. And so I was like, oh, new season's out. Let me, because Amazon and Netflix usually usually have refreshers. Recap, yeah. Like, okay, let me ch check it. And they had a season one and two recap that was a half hour long. And I was like, I'm going to be asleep by the time the recap's <laughs> over. I was like, so I went on YouTube and found a 10-minute one. Um, so I watched that one, and it kind of caught me up to speed as what's happening. Because a lot, a lot of shit goes down on that show. Um, but anyway, that new season's back, and halfway through the first episode, still like it a lot. Uh, we'll see. Um, I don't know, it's just crazy. If you're not, if you're not familiar with it, it's, uh, it kind of exists, um, history exists in this alternate reality where, like, in the 50s and 60s, um, after... Uh, the world after World War II, but Japan and Germany have won as opposed to the Allies. So, mm -hmm. very interesting take on history itself and how it would ch have changed um, the future. Um, and also, I also watched Big Mouth season two. Um, I would love to do a whole episode on the show because it's so great. Um, it's, I especially it's ridiculous. think it's ridiculous, but it's amazing. Um, it's incredibly grotesque and crude, but it is an honest and sweet 
show that can... With all the shit going down right now in the news, like over the past couple weeks, like people should watch the show to maybe learn how... Uh, men should watch it to learn how maybe we could behave better or should behave better. Mm-hmm. Um, and women should also watch it because it's co- it approaches... If you're not aware of big, about Big Mouth, it is a adult cartoon about kids going through puberty. And puberty is personified by what they by what they call hormone monsters. Um, and it's basically your id telling you to like, oh, you should really whack off right now. And you're like, no, I'm in the middle of class, you know. Um, but they have a new character this season. The Shame. The, the Shame, shame Wizard. wizard. Um, which, <laughs> shame Lizard. The sh- Shame Lizard. Um, the Shame Wizard. Played by... Um, I'm gonna think of his name in just one second, uh, but are you gonna think of it or are you gonna? I'm gonna look it up and try to think of it. Um, so, <laughs> um, so uh, he was uh, he was in a couple of the Harry Potter movies. He was the rec- most recent bad guy in the most recent season of Fargo. Um, he's a British guy. He his name is going to be on IMDb really soon, as soon as I find it. What character was he in Harry Potter? In Harry, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they are. He's not a Harry Potter person. Yeah, I'm not a Harry Potter person. He watches it because Nicole makes him. Pretty much. Thank you, Nicole. Doing the real work. She's not paying attention. Oh, she's she paying Okay. Someone's got to educate this fool. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm a terrible person. Um. Oh, David uh, Thulis. David Thulis. Or Thewellis? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Anyway. Mm. Anyway, you would recognize him in the Harry Potter movies. Okay, moving on. Um, Jeff, what did you get into? Uh, I, I mean, I feel like I'm always behind the time, uh, and and I've seen this before, but I've just started rewatching Jessica Jones, um, eh, the first season because uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the second season, uh, and and it came up because one, we did not remember anything of the first season of Jessica Jones, yeah. uh, but two, we also discovered that there was a second season. So we we thought instead of just trying to look up a recap, we'd just binge through it, and we're, we're almost done with season one. Nice. Um, I really liked, I mean, like, you know, it's a it's a really quality show. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we're, we're doing that, and then we're going to, uh, we'll probably start on the second season, you know, this, this coming week. Um, and then, and then I got my awesome list of Black Mirror episodes that I needed to check out. You're welcome. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I, we, we talked about it before. So this is a, you know, you, you people on, on Facebook, <laughs> you people. got, yeah, you people on Facebook, you got, uh, you got a early look into what, what I've been doing, but, um, the San Junipero episode I, I mentioned, I, I bawled my eyes out, um, is just, it just, you know, really, really struck a chord with me. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, you were mentioning it, it was like a really like positive and like kind of uplifting and like a feel good story. San Junipero. Yeah. yeah. And to me, I was just like, man, I'm already like cynical because I was <laughs> expecting it to be so bad or not bad, but I was expecting it to be like dark. And Some so I was like twist. looking, I was looking for something dark out of it. Um, so yeah, so we, I, I really enjoyed that. Sarah liked that one. Um, I, I just don't know if Black Mirror is for her, but I'm going to keep watching it and I'm going to probably keep going through that list you gave me nice yep good you should <laughs> and maybe somewhere down the road we'll do uh, a recap on the new season that's coming out in December so excited I still gotta finish season 4 I'm halfway through that and that's where I stopped 
Well, and then speaking of uh, Jessica Jones, there's the new season of Daredevil coming out, right? Yep. yep. In October 9th. October. Yeah, next Friday, I believe. Okay, cool. Not this Friday, but next. Right. Nice. Because, yeah, the 12th, mm-hmm. yeah, 19th. That makes I've, sense. I've actually never seen, actually, that's not true. I've seen an episode of Daredevil. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I just don't really like the character. Um, but That's the best Netflix one, though. Yeah, yeah well, that's that, well, that's what's kind of getting me wanting to watch it, is it's like, well, everybody loves the show. That's Personally, I'm, this first season is such a, such a game changer. It really is. Um, we talked about We actually agreed on that. In our like top no. five Marvel properties, where we were like, mm-hmm. I went first. And I was like, Daredevil, Marvel, Netflix was like it was like the first of its time, and it was really big yeah. at that time, and kind of opened the gateway for all these other shows to start coming through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just its importance at that time, I think, makes it really good too. Yeah. Second season, not so much, but first season of Daredevil. Was, I still liked the second season. That's too. fine. I thought it was fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. Um, That's season two. Yeah, pretty much. It's adequate. <laughs> so incredibly average. Okay. Um, well, anything else you guys want to go over before we get into our uh, overall thoughts on Game Venom? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm jumping way ahead. You really are. Just yeah, sorry. Stuff. Mark, what's happening so, in the video game world? Nothing crazy right now. Um, Tell me now. The main thing is... Xbox and Microsoft announced that um, they have a streaming service launching next year called Xbox Cloud, I believe, uh, where basically they'll run the games on their end on their servers and you can stream any game to any screened device. So your phone, tablet, whatever, whatever, uh, as long as you have the bandwidth for it, you can stream your Xbox games straight to the device. Uh, Paired with a Bluetooth controller, whatever you want. Um, and this kind of corroborates the story that came out uh, a few months ago while we were actually on break, um, that the next Xbox platform is going to be solely streaming. Uh, there's not going to be physical media for it at all. Um, so we'll see if that is actually the case. Uh, this seems You're to... You're not point- a fan of that, are you? I'm not. I'm not. Because <laughs> uh, Mark likes things. I do. I like, especially like physical games. goods. Like, I like to collect... Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's all like in the cloud and nebulous and what do you not think? Only... What do you think about the platform itself? Like their their Xbox streaming cloud streaming platform. It's an interesting idea, and like they've been kind of moving towards software as a service uh, with the Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Live has always been one of the best, if not the best, like online platforms as far as uh, connectivity, security. Um, just the usage between your friends list and making parties and being able to jump in and out of games based on your parties, things of that nature. They've always been a little ahead of the curve there. Um, and so I think this is a smart move for them. Uh, and yeah, the convenience of it can't really be understated because especially with games like Fortnite and things like that coming to phones now and people wanting to play wherever they are, mm. like giving them the option to literally take their Xbox with them, uh, I think it's them... Also, kind of like Nintendo got this right. People take their Switches everywhere. They want that. But but the Switch is still the device that's playing the game. Yeah, it is. And so that's the thing. I think connectivity, like, we're definitely not there yet. Like, I can barely load web pages still sometimes on my phone uh, when I'm walking around. Exactly. So, like, streaming a, a full game is still going to be a tough challenge. Well, the way, the way that I look at it is it's like the... 
in order for streaming to work at, at its best, you probably need to be connected to Wi-Fi, right? Well, if you're connected to Wi-Fi, you're probably in a place that you could literally be on an Xbox. Xbox. So it's yeah. like, I, I'm I'm not sold on, like, the idea of streaming, like, games from your, like, games that you have on your PC to your Xbox or something like that. Like, that makes sense. Because the Xbox, I, like, I'm fine with that. It's connected. It's a, it's a dedicated console for that. I don't think that the mobile crossover is going to work. There, I, I'm just, I'm way too skeptical that there's going to be, the latency is going to kill it, I think. But, you know, I'm just skeptical to begin with, but. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's supposed to launch next year. Um, so, yeah, I guess time will tell. But they seem to be confident in it, and that's kind of the way I think things are going. Because, um, actually, even on the Switch, though, I mentioned that, um, in Japan, there are two games that are specifically coming to the Switch that are streaming only you can't actually like buy physical copies of them they can only be streamed they're never on your system and that's uh resident evil 7 and i think that's actually coming here too in that format and uh assassin's creed odyssey mm. coming to japan streaming only um so it, it's starting to go that way people just want the convenience they don't want to have to drag around a bunch of shit with them they want to have like all their entertainment in one place um so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I thought that was kind of interesting news that came out uh, today. I think I, I saw that uh, video about it. Yeah, I saw, so. it, on, I saw it on Kotaku today. Um, uh, we, had, we got a question from the audience, actually, about video game news before we hop into to Venom review. Let them rip. Um, and I, I actually don't know how much you know about this, so I'm, I'm curious to see what your take on it is. Um, Vinny asks, uh, do you think that the new COD Blackout uh, is going to put a dent in the Fortnite community? I don't know. From what I've heard of the uh, beta that's been out, uh, people have been having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know if that was for the Blackout mode specifically, but I believe it was. Um, Call of Duty has such a huge following, though, and like the polish on those games has always been pretty fantastic. I think Fortnite's just pretty ingrained, and it targets a lot of different demographics. Can you mm. dance in Call of Duty? Like, <laughs> I, I, I would be so surprised if you could not do that at the, yeah. at now because it's... That's one of the main things like people love is the yeah. silliness of it too. Yeah. Um, I think the where those intersect, if it was a Venn diagram of mm-hmm. Fortnite and Call of Duty and like this little middle piece here, I feel like those people would probably slowly creep over to Call of Duty but I don't know how many it's going to pull from Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um... I think that's just kind of become a beast of its own at this point because it took down PUBG pretty much. Like there, that wasn't hard though. People are still playing that. That's still highly unpolished. It still has mm-hmm. a bunch of issues. And then Epic came in and made a very polished version of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Activision is doing too, but they're late. They're yeah. tardy to the party here well, on well, this. I and think one of the cool things about like that that kind of genre of games is they're very easy to you could play both yeah. right like like. You could play an hour of you know Fortnite and you you can play a couple matches right and then or you could play Call of Duty and you can get in a couple matches there like you don't have to dedicate an entire night like similar to like some of the MMOs where you spend the whole time playing that one game. I think um, the other thing too will depend on how Activision supports it because Fortnite they've had this crazy kind of ongoing season story thing where every new season I guess it's every few months. Um, New content rolls out. Something crazy happens in the world. Uh, there's new features added. There's weekly quests and things to do. Um, 
and I assume Activision has the pedigree to implement that as well. But I don't know. I haven't followed the Blackout enough because I'm not a big Call of Duty fan at all. Um, to see if that's kind of what the route they're taking with it. Uh, but I do think Fortnite just has a really strong stranglehold on that market. Um, and I, I don't think this is ultimately going to pull too many people away from it. Cool. Nice. We, we do have one other question, if you're, if you're all right with that. Yeah. Hey, cool. Wait, uh, everybody's looking at me like, is it okay, Daddy? Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I, you know, we, we do have a... We do have <laughs> some a, more Todd's and shut up, Yeah, I will. But we do have, these are all for me. Oh, no. If you can't see me, oh, I'm no. eating the Todd's with the bowl under my face. Don't look. Um, no, we got, we got a, uh, a question from Catherine, um, who asked about the Borderlands VR news, which was definitely Ooh. a trending topic around my office today. Yes. Um, Nerd! Do you think it was a? Do you think it's like a, a, just a great choice um, to bring a great game to a new platform, or are they just putting off the release of Borderlands Three? Can it be both? Uh, <laughs> probably. The answer probably. Is yes. yes, it can. Yeah, the answer is yes. I think that is fantastic news. Um, I think the game makes a good VR choice because it's a slightly older game, not as demanding on hardware. If you can make it feel good while you're running around in VR so you're not getting motion sickness and there's not that disconnect, uh, I do think that it's just a good choice overall. And people love Borderlands 2. Um, so I did hear that it might only be PSVR. I, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know if that's true. That's I was talking to my friend Alan about it, and he had mentioned that uh, it, it might be a v PSVR exclusive, uh, which would be very limiting, and I don't know exactly why Gearbox would do that, especially when they have a heavy following like across the board. Uh, the border. Uh -huh. Hey! Um, Call the feds. But <laughs> I, I think that's I think it's great news. If I think if they can bring games like that that have following, I mean Skyrim, mm -hmm. people love Skyrim in VR. Yep. Uh, Minecraft and VR was pretty cool. I played a bit of Oof. that. That uh, one gave me headaches, but... It did. <laughs> and also, creepers are terrifying, because they're was gonna giant. Say, yeah, I was going to say, I would imagine they would be freaking huge. When the, when, like, the blocks are life-size. Uh, oh, and the, like, especially because usually the creepers come up from behind you, and then all you hear is the, the, the like, bomb sound, and then you're like, oh, I'm about to die. <laughs> I start sprinting, like always. Yep. Uh, but no, I think bringing these games to VR that have, like, a strong following is great because it gets people involved in VR, too. I think VR is one of those things that you really need to experience to understand. Like, you can tell people VR is cool, but until they play it, they don't get it. Yeah. Because uh, I've had so many friends that have come over to my place and have I've shown uh, Robo Recall yeah. on the Oculus God, Rift. that game is fun. And yeah, it's like, so much fun. The first thing, like, you put on the headset, and they're like, oh, this is weird, I can look around. Um, <laughs> but then, like, when they actually go into the world and you're actually, like, standing on the street and robots and stuff are walking by... Yeah. People immediately like start looking around, but then I'm like, you can turn all the way around, and people do this little, oh man, whoa, yeah, like, all the way behind me and on the ground, yeah. and like take a couple steps over, you can look at the robot. So you have to, you're tethered, so you yeah. have to be careful. You still only have like a, a five foot, yeah, uh, five square foot area. And then the robots but, stare at you, and it really freaks you. And out. then they jump at you, and then you, yeah, yeah, you're like, ah! and then you pee yourself. Yeah, just a little. Um, but no, I think VR is great, and it's one of those things that you have to experience. And I think bringing games people love to it will get more people into VR and make it be, like, live up to its potential. Because uh, I think there is still a lot to do with VR um, and a lot of work to be done there, but it is a fantastic experience. So. Very cool. Can I just, can I? We had video game news. Yay! Yay! 
Shout out to all you people on the live stream coming in hot with some questions. I love it. I got to take a break. It was Ru awesome. Rudy didn't like the clapping. Oh, sorry, Rudy, dude. Sorry. My dog is behind a baby gate. Baby gate. Baby cage. Mm -hmm. um, cool. Well, uh, now we can go to Venom, Taylor. Yeah, now we can talk about Venom, I guess. Um, all right. Well, with synopsis. Synopsis. Um, yeah, well, let's get into our review of Venom right now. I'm a reporter. I follow people that do not want to be followed. What about the allegations that you recruit the most vulnerable for tests that end up killing people? Your time to go. You're finished, Mr. Brock. Is that a threat? You had to learn how to hide in plain sight. I'm pretty good at it. But you, you suck. Whoever you are. I work at the Life Foundation, and I need your help. We found something. We call them symbiotes. Carlton Drake believes that the union between human and symbiote is the key to our evolution. I'm feeling really sick. I'm hearing a voice. Eddie. You're not real. You were just in my head. I'm gonna need Mr. Drake's property back. I don't know. Would we do that? If you're gonna stay, you will only hurt bad people. The way I see it, we can do whatever we want. Do we have a deal? Are you willing to sacrifice the one thing you hold most dear? You should be extremely afraid. What the hell are you? We are Venom. When Eddie Brock acquires the powers of a symbiote, he will have to release his alter ego, Venom, to save his life. That's the synopsis for the movie Venom, <laughs> in case you couldn't tell from that. Um, what I'd like to do real quick, this is, uh, some, something new before we get into our overall thoughts is, um, through our popcorn and nerds kind of, uh, expanded social network, I had some of our, uh, some of our listeners, viewers, fans, um, give their reviews on Venom. Um. Like, uh, like, give your 15 word review? Like. Yeah, yeah, I just, I put something out there, I was like, what'd you guys think? So, um, Danny, uh, Danny Quick, loyal viewer to the show. Um, gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, I'll try not to go into spoilers with these. Um, 6 out of 10. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> but it wasn't nearly as good as it could have been. Love that it was a new twist on the story, but it was super rushed and the CGI wasn't great. Thank you, Danny, for your review. I said that was fair. Uh, Vinny, who I think is the same Vinny that asked you the question about Call of Duty. Um, Vinny says, I thought it was okay for the first Venom movie. I personally think they should have go gone the Deadpool route and just made it rated R. Fair, fair as well. I think a lot of people uh, are playing that. My, uh, my friend Nick DeMondi comes in with, The movie is flawed, but the duo of Tom Hardy and Venom is very fun to watch. Six out of ten. Needs an R-rated sequel. Um, and then I have one more to go through. Our, uh, our, the only person we've ever had as a guest on Popcorn Nerds, our friend Pat Jr. He went and saw it the other day. Um, and he had, a, he had a, kind of a similar review. Um... 
pull it up here. <clears throat> Pat says, went to go see Venom yesterday. The plot struggled to get interesting, but when it did, it got crazy. Still not sure about not ha having at least... Uh, that, that's a spoilery thing. We'll get into that later. But he gives it a 7.2 out of 10. I've called him out, not called him out, but I've complimented him on his point to, on his like his, his tenth, tenths of points ratings. Yeah, and I was like, that's very specific. He was like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, so I'm not anyway. quite sure he knows how fractions work, but why not? No, it's not a seven point two over a ten. It's I mean, a seven point two out of a ten. Awkward silence. Yeah. It's not. It's not. <laughs> that's a like fraction. Seven, seven out of ten is not seven tenths. I mean, it is though, but that's cool. We we can we can agree to disagree. I mean, well, we're talking. We can we can put this on the next podcast. Well, inside so of well, the way math works, Jeff is inside of each point there are ten tenths of a point. Mm -hmm. So he was giving them seven and mm -hmm. two tenths of mm -hmm. a point, I, which is seven and a fifth. It could have had a possible <laughs> ten. Thank you for that. That that is what that's I that's a fraction. He wanted. Thank you, Pat Junior, with the seven and one fifth rating for. Uh, I'm gonna for need, I'm gonna tag Pat Junior and ask him to weigh in on this. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, seven out of, not over. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys. Okay, shut up. You didn't even see it, Mark. <laughs> right, I didn't. Mark, overall thoughts on Venom? I think kind of all that nailed it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. That's a wrap. We're done <laughs> we'll here. See you. Find us next um, week. Yeah, find us next week. No, it uh, it kind of struggled. It it didn't really know what kind of movie it wanted to be. I feel like the tone shifted a lot. Um, each of them was, I guess, okay separately. Like, I enjoyed the bits of it. Uh, I enjoyed seeing an actual, like, good representation of Venom on screen. Uh, not Topher Grace. Um. No offense to Topher Grace. <laughs> I don't think it was his fault. No, I don't think it was either. It was that whole movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it was definitely better than Spider-Man 3. I don't think anyone... Bars low. Bars yeah, low. I don't think anyone disagrees with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the CG did have some issues. Uh, parts of it looked good. Parts of it didn't. Uh, I do think Venom was sufficiently creepy. Um, Riot was new. I don't remember ever hearing any mention of a, a symbiote named Riot. I think from... I mean, I've just heard kind of through the internet grapevine is that he he's just one of the symbiotes like from the comics like they're like a, they're a, there's not just Venom well yeah because Carnage, Carnage is one yeah, too yeah obviously Carnage um, and then, um, those are the only two I really I, I think, think right and then I saw another one. I don't know anyway um, so I think like the representation was pretty good uh, Tom Hardy did a fantastic job I think he's just kind of he's a likable guy uh, so I think that kind of comes through here uh, and then him being Venom also uh, like he actually did the voice acting for Venom as well uh, was really good I just like their interplay together uh, worked really well and yeah I just ultimately I think the movie tried to do too many different things and that weakened the overall movie but I definitely don't think it was as bad as I kept hearing it was going to be because um, leading up to the movie even I try not to read uh, reviews or hear anything about it before so I can go in with like a fresh mind but even trying to do that like everyone was hating on this movie uh, like all the critics were like it's terrible it's terrible it was garbage don't go see it um, but it wasn't all that bad do you guys do you guys want me to let you guys know what Riot was in the comics yeah Riot Riot yeah yeah 
Yeah, so uh, it says, uh, according to marvel.wikia.com... Super uh, legit. Yeah, super legit. I would be surprised if any of this was wrong. (laughs) Um, It was actually uh, a child seed of Venom once he was captured. Uh, They took five seeds of this virus, and one of them was the riot seed. Hmm. Um, And so basically, like, these seeds obviously have to have a host to survive, so... It attaches to Trevor Cole, which is somebody in something, I don't know. Anyway. Somewhere in the Spider-Man yeah. universe. Yes. This, this seed and Cole become known as Riot. Right. Okay, gotcha. Interesting. That's cool. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. research. The more you know. The more you know. That's why you're here. Um, your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, I think we're on the same boat. Um, of our fan reviews, I was pretty much in agreement with those as well um not what i expected going in granted i had very low expectations but i had heard it was all the tr- all the early early teaser materials were indicating it was going to be one type of movie um but it wasn't that um which i wanted to, i want to get into a deeper discussion once we get into spoilers of uh how to rate I mean, how to rate a movie or do we rate a movie or how do we perceive a movie about what a movie can be versus, versus what it is. is. Like, how, like, do we judge a, a movie off of that or do we just judge it off of what it actually is? Which I think is a fair argument. We can get into that. Spoilers. Um, I thought it flowed really nicely. Like, a lot of movies... Not a lot. Sorry. I'll backtrack. So, there's been a couple... There's been a decent amount of movies we've seen this year, either for the podcast or just me separately, where I'm like, this is clunky. Like, like am, I, am I missing? No, no, not pacing, but just like connecting dots of like plot mm. points. And I'm like, okay, how do we get? Did I miss a scene? Because I'm, I'm, I'm still here. Like, I'm still paying attention to this. Like, none of it felt clunky to me. Like, it flowed. I had fun. Like, I had fun watching this movie. Um, it's not without its flaws, obviously. Um, I can't sing Tom Hardy's praises enough for this performance in this movie. Like, it was, it was, it was really good. It was incredible. Like. I think, and what he had to do, too, like, I was watching this kind of behind-the-scenes featurette on just one of the fight sequences, and obviously, all Venom stuff is CG. <laughs> it's not a practical thing, like, no. so, and in one of the fight scenes, which we'll, we'll talk about, um, but he's basically acting out with his body reactions to Venom acting with his body, and he's not knowing what CG goes into it, and just his performance with it was so great. Like it was, it was, it was awesome. Like his, his whole like, uh, weird neurotic, just like his whole character was just, I think Tom Hardy did a great job with it. Um, not a whole lot of support from his cast. Like everyone fell pretty flat. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of bummed about that, but it's like, you know. Even in the, the bonus scenes, which we'll talk about in spoilers too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Um, and I, I, I had heard, um. One argument was that had this movie come out 15 years ago, like around the same time the original, uh, original, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies yeah. were coming out, it would have fit. Yeah. Like the I kind of a style of this. I kept hearing that too. Like yeah. it was too late for its time. Like, yeah. I thought the, uh, I thought the score was really well done, which mm-hmm. I've started to pay more attention to, uh, just because a lot of times we just don't really pay attention to music actively. Um, was Michael you, Giacchino? It was not Michael Giacchino. Um, but I'm glad you brought uh, that up because I wanted to double check that it was in fact um, the man who I think and hope it was 
Yes, it was. My man, uh, Ludwig Gorenson, who, uh, his big break was he did all the original music for Community, then teamed up with Childish Gambino and started making all of his music. Oh. And, and since then, he's been doing a lot of scores, like, uh, um, and also, I mean, yeah, and he what got on the he was one of the composers for Black Panther, um, composer for Creed, um, as well as the first one, or the second one, the first one, sorry. Um, and so it's just he's he's out there, man. He's 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 doing good work. So I think it's really cool to kind of see that. Um, also, people still name their kids Ludwig. Well, I. Ludwig Gorenson, I'm pretty sure he's Swedish, dude. Yeah, so I think it's okay. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> what do you want to name Scott? It <laughs> seems it seems uncommon. I'm just asking. Okay. I mean, yeah. If, if America is the only country in the world, this is America. He didn't write that one. I, don't know, I feel like you don't hear that name that often. I don't think he wrote that. One. I mean, I get it. There, seems, maybe there's seems very classic. Not like super. You know, well, like, it kind of yeah. fits because he's a composer. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. And that's why I was. Yeah. Shut up. Eat your Reese's cup. I am going to. Nina, notice I said Reese's cup and not Reese's cup. I know because Reese's cup is wrong. It's not even the fucking thing. <laughs> Mark's got a whole diatribe. Reese's. Um, the CG I thought was hit and miss. I thought in some instances like it really came through really well. The whole just uh, representation of Venom um, I thought was really well done. The detail on his mouth was incredible to me. Like, where his teeth were and everything, it was unreal. Like, it wasn't just a straight row of teeth. Like, oh, wait, it looked like a fucking shark's mouth. Like, mm-hmm. it just had, like, teeth forward and backward and all jagged. It was awesome. Um, Especially, like, when they, like, came up over the head and, like... Yeah. And then in some instances, I felt like in certain action sequences, like, it was kind of cut together like a Transformers movie. Like, you just, like, hey, look, here's a tight shot of a bunch of CG action and you can't tell what the fuck's happening. A blur of parts and yeah, things. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, overall, like, no, I... I think somebody asked me if it was worth 20 bucks. First of all, I said, who pays 20 bucks for a movie? <laughs> yeah, where but I was live? like, I don't regret... Maybe if all the world was just America. Yeah, I don't... People pay a lot for movies in other places. This was Florida. Yeah. That's that's separate. <laughs> Maybe they only go to, uh, like, Cinebistro, like, fancy places. Florida. Yeah. Uh, it was like, after popcorn... I was like, okay, yeah, after everything, yeah. But you ain't gotta buy popcorn and drink. Um... Anyway, but I didn't, you know, I didn't regret going and seeing it. Like, yeah. the last, what was the last one we saw? Predator? Predator. Yeah, I'll take this over Predator any anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, I kind of, like, when we saw Predator, I was like, you know, it was dumb and it was fun. Like, I don't regret the $10, but. I was like, eh. I wouldn't see it again. I wouldn't buy it. If Venom but, came on, if I still had cable. Actually, I technically do have cable. I just don't have it hooked up. If Venom came on cable and I had nothing to do, I'd be like, oh, yeah. All right. I'll watch this. Um... <laughs> I did, I mean, as much negative press as this got, it made $80 million in its opening week. Yeah, so it's I mean, like it like, broke an October record. Maybe? I don't know. Are remember, you asking? I, or I remember you? seeing an article about that. Okay. Um, yeah, I just thought they, I, I was good. I wasn't, it wasn't worth the scorn it was getting, I didn't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anything before yeah. we get into the spoil, spoiler Lee stuff? Spoiler Lee stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I think that pretty much covers the, the high level. Okay, cool. All right, well, without further ado, let's get into the spoilers and all the good nidbits. That's not a thing. Good tidbits. I don't know why I said nidbits. Good bits. I'm going to get into the good bits. The good bits. Get the Venom's good bits right here. Sorry, can't say. What's that word you use? Spoilers. I like that word. 
The movie opens kind of like Predator. <laughs> yes, that's the first thing I was gonna say. <laughs> they're in space. It's, exact, it's the exact same intro. And then it crashes, and then there's a like a scene where they're like, we're in space. The ship crashes. That's the first thing when it started rolling. And it crashes like, in a foreign country. Like, I was like, didn't I see this already? They're like, same movie. What is happening right now? Um, but getting past that, so what a movie can be versus what it is. This movie had a lot of potential to be a lot of different things. It had the potential to be a more um, horror-directed uh, supervillain, superhero movie mm-hmm. with an R rating. Mm-hmm. Could have done that. It ended up being a PG-13 buddy comedy, and I wasn't mad at it. <laughs> it like, didn't really go hard in buddy comedy. Like yes, right like, I, I, like I'm not mad. Like, it's, like if a movie can be bad. A movie cannot make sense to me. But I think this is, like, this... Also, the reference to uh, Kryptonite in this, I thought yeah. was kind of unique. Um, when she goes out, she's like, oh, apparently, the, the, apparently, the, apparently the DC comics exist within the within the Sony Marvel universe. Um, <laughs> They're just trying to claim but, that they own Like, them. somebody was like, no. oh, like, somebody was referring to, like, one thing was, like, their Kryptonite. And uh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> which is, like, it's a like, saying that everybody does, but it's like, that implies that that exists. It's like, yeah. well... Marvel superheroes are real, and DC, they're just our comics that we Maybe have. that, yeah, maybe that's just like a big fuck you to DC. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if that was the case. Um, but that is a kind of a, a, a common saying. Even people who don't read that's comic books. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, in our, it's in our lexicon. Like, it's right. not a huge deal. Lexicon, um, good word. Thank you. Um, word of the day. But yeah, I think that, uh, <laughs> yeah, a movie can not make sense. A movie can have a bunch of things wrong with it. But if it falls in this, in this genre of buddy comedy, I'm in. Like, I love that. I have so much fun watching two characters bounce off of one another like they're in the moment. Like, that really appeals to me. I like watching that. Um, and that's just, I don't know where it comes from. It's just something I really like. Um, I think part of the, my... Some reasons that I suspect that this was given a PG-13 rating um, were due to the fact that they want to franchise it and Sony still owns some rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. So they're hoping to incorporate Spider-Man and Venom together in a movie. And they're not going to make a Spider-Man movie that's R-rated. That's fair. That I think that's that's what I'm leaning toward. I'm leaning toward that is why kind of all this is happening. Because however awesome I think an R-rated Venom movie could have been. Because like you can almost pick the points when it can be R-rated. Because the cursing okay. is there. But you're like every time blood can happen the camera is not there. Yeah. Like, they that's, they avoided it. Like, this could have been an R movie and they just edited it to be a PG-13 yeah. movie. Like, it could have easily so, done that. Like, reverse Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, where, where exactly. Deadpool's going from the R and then making a PG-13 version of that. Did you see that? I think I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see. And they, they said they're going to do, like, Fred Savage from Princess Bride where he's, like, an adult in bed and Deadpool's reading him the PG-13 that's story. That's funny. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. So that's, a, I think it's supposed to release this... Christmas. So they'll do a whole new shoot for that. That's really cool. Oh. Like a, like a day shoot, but still, yeah. that's really cool. Uh, so I'm curious to see how that turns out. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like the opposite of that, where like they could have the R-rated version mm-hmm. and just trim it down. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I guess not the reverse. It's the same. The R2 of PG-13. Uh, they never filmed anything under an but, R. Well, you're going just... from... Well, you're, the R... The, the difference is the R has been released and it's seen by the public. Yeah. Now you're releasing a dumber... Not yeah. dumber version, but just <laughs> cleaner version. I will yeah. say dumber. It's fine. Yeah. Um... I think, just a couple of my issues with it, uh, we'll get to the very end um, in a minute, but main issues that I had from completely saying that this was an, over, like, an, an incredible movie was I, I hit the motive, so Venom and 
the rest of the symbiote crew, the yeah. gang, the squad, symbiote squad. Hashtag squad. Uh, squad. Um, they crashed to Earth. Not. It's tough to figure out because they're not really brought. They're brought here. Yeah. But then once they're here, it's implied that oh, they meant to come here in the first place because they're going to take over Earth. Um, but we never saw the scene in which that they are captured, so it's kind of hard to get that. Yeah. And, and then the other thing is like we're going to take over Earth. But we came here first, and now we're going to leave and go back and get everyone and then come back again. Yeah, exactly. So, not quite sure how that's happening. And also, Venom, like, he he literally states why he does not want that to happen anymore. Yeah. Because of Eddie Brock. Yeah. But we're never... The, this whole Venom backstory of, like, Venom, like, being, like, the loser. the loser. And then also changing his mind about invading Earth and wanting to help... Eddie Brock, like, none of that is ever explained or exposed. And that's not, I feel like that's not really the Venom character from the comics in the show. Yeah. Um, when I was talking earlier about a good portrayal of Venom, I meant, like, physicality and, like, his size. And yeah. That kind of portrayal. Um, there was some of the viciousness, I guess, that comes through. Oh, um, it definitely was. I mean, he definitely wasn't tame. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just... Like I didn't mind how Venom actually character-wise was represented. I just yeah. had, I just had problems with that because that didn't make any sense to me. But I was also okay with the fact of him being more of an anti-hero. Like that's that's okay with me just because, I mean, you can't make a movie like this about the villain really unless you go that. I mean, if you went the horror route, yeah. And then everyone's terrified of Venom. You know, it's like, can you who do you relate to? You know, um, but I, it just that that bugged me. Um, where uh, this whole introduction of us to Eddie Brock, like this whole montage of like his like demo reel, I was like, that was a little off-putting to me. Like I was like, I get it. Like it's like, look, this is what this guy does. This is how he acts. Like let's get this. But that could have like been, I think it could have been done a different way. Like it could have been done like we see that before we actually see who, like we, before we actually meet Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. Like, we could have gotten this montage before that happens, or we could have been like seen an actual. He could have. We could have been introduced to him. In the middle of an interview, interview where, he's, like where he's exposing someone. Like, that would have been cool. But instead, we're introduced to him uh, waking up to an alarm clock um, where there's a cat and his cute fiance live together. Like, yeah. okay. Um, and then <laughs> and then uh, he steals a legal document from her and she gets in trouble and fired and then she breaks up with him. Which I was like, that happened really fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like... About as fast as I just said it. Yeah, she wasn't a particularly great character. Yeah. Well, we said this earlier. There's no support. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like no, no one in this really helped anything. Mm-hmm. Like I think the the best support characters were the ones who Riot took over that actually didn't say anything. Those people who he just kept like jumping from person to person very <laughs> stoically to get back to San Francisco to... You're saying they had more depth than people with speaking parts? Yeah. Like Damn. They, they were, they were like hard. better supporting characters, I feel like, <laughs> um, for moving the plot along. Um, yeah, just, I don't know. Like, I didn't believe the situations. I didn't care about any of them necessarily. Um, I cared about... The lady at the convenience store. Okay, Mrs. Chen. I cared about her. I cared about um, Jenny Slate's character. Um, uh, the doctor assistant to uh, Skirth. Yeah, Skirth. Um, only because I like that actress. Like, it was the only reason that I cared about her. My little brother was like, the whole time, the whole movie, I just kept thinking, money, please. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that was her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
and so that's Matthew's like that was kind of ruined for me. <laughs> uh, so Parks and, and then Riz Ahmed, like Riz Ahmed's character was just kind of like, yeah, I'm a bad guy. Like I'm a genius and I'm doing this for a good reason, but I'm bad. Haven't seen me before. Do the trial anyway. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, he, and then like the fight with him and Tom Hardy, I was like, yeah, right. Like Tom, like that dude would, would stand up to Tom Hardy When it was, all. when it was, yeah, well, like after, like after their symbiotes had been fighting and it was just the two of them, I was like, I was kind of laughing inside. I was like, I think this is supposed to be funny <laughs> because it's like, you these two badasses and you have like one guy who like Eddie Brock is a complete spaz, even though he's like kind of physically intimidating. Yeah. And then Riz Ahmed is this scrawny little dude who you've never, you've seen him be mean, but never physical. So yeah. you're like. And they literally, like, two punches were thrown, yeah. which I was like, that makes sense. Well, and then that physicality thing and, like, Eddie Brock kind of being a spaz, again, not really who the character was from, like, the Eddie Brock I know. He was right. the jock and right. no, no whatever. Um, but it was interesting, like, throughout the whole thing, like, he's very non-confrontational, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets captured and brought back to the Life Foundation when uh, Venom's not with him, like, Venom's not yeah. in him... Um, and he headbutts that like lead guard guy. I was yeah, like, it's hilarious. I was like, but I like that slide because this was after Venom had been in him. So I yeah. feel like it's just it's he, this relationship, like it's a symbiotic relationship. Like they benefit he, from both of them. Like he gained see, maybe a little bit of confidence from having. I would have gone with that, but from then, having like, someone inside he, him. Which <laughs> <laughs> which they made that joke a couple times. Yeah. And I thought it was really funny. Um, but. He goes back to being, like, the spaz, and, like, mm-hmm. the confidence isn't there, and so, like, I don't know, it was kind of weird. Uh, Only with and... women. <laughs> um, I, read, then... I read that part of his, he had, like, three people that were, um, three characters or actors that were kind of his inspiration for this role, and one of them was Woody Allen. I was like, that makes perfect sense, this neurotic, like, weird dude. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so that makes sense to me. Um, I don't know, yeah, I just thought that that shift was weird, and then he went back to being, like... A weirdo. Yeah. Um, And then the the symbiotes were kind of all over the place. And what they could and couldn't do and when they could and couldn't do it. Um, Like, if they were these badass things who could take people over and make giant spikes and crush things, how could they not get out of the containment units where they were, where Eddie Brock was able to smash it with a fire extinguisher? Like... And then they bonded pretty quickly. This is the with, part where Mark questions sci-fi. Yeah. Like, it's called fiction, they, Mark. They, well, they bonded very quickly with the girlfriend to get the uh, to get Venom back to Eddie. Yeah. And they were like, oh, look at this. Yeah, this I was there. It was, never ex- it was never fully explained, like, what made them, what made hosts good and bad, like, and all of a sudden, like... They just have to be a perfect match. Yeah. And, and so I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, an implied, like, oh, well, Eddie and her are a perfect to be match, together. because, like, Venom's a perfect match for both of them. Like, yeah, but I didn't care about her. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, I actually cared more about Dr. Dan than I did Dr. about Dan, her. Dr. Dan, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm going to look up his, uh, his name, but he's a... Uh, He's got a great role on Veep. He just plays this asshole who's just amazing. So, to actually, when he showed up as a nice guy, I was like, all right, when's he turn out? When's he going to be a douchebag? Like, like, he never I kept did. waiting for it. Reed Scott is the actor's name. Um, yeah, but he never did. Um, I. The restaurant scene where Eddie Brock. He's on fire. He's on he's fire. Trying to bring he's like, phone. he's hot, and yeah. he, like, dumps himself. In the lobster tank, and then eats the raw lobsters. I was dying laughing the entire time. I was like, "This is great." I don't know what I don't know what's happening right now, but this, this is awesome. 
Well, and then that's another thing, too. Like, he's eating all these things and spitting them out because I guess Venom, like, doesn't like them now. Like, his tastes have changed. Mm-hmm. And because he even at one point, like, eats them, he's like, it's cooked. Yeah. And, and then it goes into the lobster. Like, he's, he, he's eating the weirdest things. Like, he'll eat the, he'll eat the, uh, the trash chicken. Yeah. He'll eat frozen tater tots. Yeah. He won't eat fresh cooked chicken. He'll, yeah. eat, he'll eat a live lobster. Yeah. He'll eat chocolate and human heads. Yeah, human heads. <laughs> A, That's his the smallest. Time. One of these are not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like I don't know, like that was weird too because it made it seem like oh, Venom can't eat all these certain things. He's gonna have to have like this kind of raw food diet. But then it's like not organic, grass fed, yeah, human, <laughs> human. <laughs> and then I did like that they came to agreement. He was like, can only bite the heads off bad people. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know if they're bad. He's like, they do bad things. He's like, you'll know. And he was like. Him? Yeah. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which so, again, like, he goes into the buddy cop element, and I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, same uh, thing I'm like right. when they were getting on the elevator. He's like, like, <laughs> well, the window's broken, and there's people like coming up, and so he's like, jump, and like, he kind of looks towards the window, and then it, the camera cuts, and he's getting up, like off the elevator. Or, you know, he pushes on. the button to yeah. the elevator, and then goes, Venom's like, pussy. Yeah. Like, it was so. It was such a buddy comedy moment, and I thought it was... I, I thought it was really That funny. was kind of that first part of, like, the real, like, shift in the tone, I felt like. Yeah, I think so. Because... And I think it had to do with our expectation, because Venom is a villain. So we're expecting him to, like, use Eddie Brock, and, like... And then Eddie Brock becomes, like, this mean asshole who kills people and, like, hates Spider-Man and all this stuff. But, like, we're not introduced to that. So I think that was a major part in that tonal shift, too, was it helped us get into this mode of, like... It's not the movie you think you're watching. Um, there was a lot of like uh, butting heads between um, Tom Hardy and the directorial staff of this movie, because um, apparently they cut the, the they cut a fair amount, and it was maybe up 30, 40 minutes. They That's cut. what I heard. And they were all Tom Hardy's favorite, favorite scenes, scenes, like yeah. Which I'm I'm actually I would like to see the Tom Hardy cut of this movie. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I loved the first fight scene in the apartment. Um, I thought that they, was really well. They executed. showed a lot of that in the trailers, though, and that's kind of like trailers spoiling well, stuff. Well, I mean, like that. That happens all the time. But, it, but uh, the scene, though, I liked the scene. Like, doesn't matter. I've seen it before. Like, I had seen it. The scene, the scene before. I, I thought it was really well done and executed. And I, I was watching this, like I said, watching this feature. I don't know. It was really cool. Like, you know, because none of the none of the Venom stuff is there. It's all uh, wires and. Um, Tom Hardy pretending about um, Look, like, things what, are flicking out of his body, and, and he's, like, he has to like he has to act scared, but still that he is kicking ass because he doesn't know how he's doing everything. Yeah. Um, and actually, it not the same scene, but that apartment like was probably there was one instance of the really weak CG where Venom kind of shows up in his face and it looks like a really bad Snapchat filter. Like <laughs> I was like, well, oh, that's a little. That was kind of the same with uh, like with the sound waves and stuff, where you just kind of see it like happening, like it's changing and not changing. Yeah, and not. like I don't think it. I don't. Like, that was weird, but that's how I took that. It's like this change is happening, but not fully, and that's Venom starting to be like. I well, yeah, yeah, I realized that, but I think my, I think well, when he was yelling at his neighbor and like he like got did the and like just the, his eyes changed. That's what made remind me of a Snapchat filter. It's just changed that. But, yeah, the whole, like, whenever there's the struggle, like, Venom coming out, like, I think aesthetically it didn't work because Venom is, like, a gooey being. And with, it was, like, kind of this, uh, kind of this ghosting effect on his face, which, you know, a lot of, a lot of, 
I also want to get into a conversation sometime, like, what is good CG versus bad CG? Especially with movies that come out right now. Like, yeah. obviously, you can tell if something's, bad, like, green screen. You can tell sometimes a bad CG is something that looks badly green screened. Yeah. Um, but for animation and stuff like this, I feel like there's such a high demand for it that all these post-production studios are, are rushed to try and get everything done. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not going to fault anybody and say they didn't do a great job on it. I'm just saying they probably did the best they could with the time they had. But the whole aesthetic of that particular just didn't work for me because it felt different. Gotcha. What's up? Uh, so I, I I got curious when you started talking about this because I, I, I did not see the movie. Yeah. Um, and the first thing you mentioned was it looked like a Snapchat filter. Yeah. I looked it up. They actually did release a Snapchat filter of Venom <laughs> for this movie. And so I, I actually wonder if they did that almost on purpose as a part of like Cross hey, advertising. Like, yeah, it's like cross advertising. Like, hey, like this is a like to make people think. Oh, I wonder if there is a Snapchat filter to do that. Oh, look, I can look just like Venom looked in this one scene. Like, no. I, it's probably a long shot, but yeah. the fact that it exists kind of is. Just I don't know. Just interesting fact. To, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Jeff to uh, Jeff to put that filter on his face, and we'll upload it to to the website. Um, I uh, going again with CG stuff. I felt like. Half the times the half the, the action scenes between the two symbiotes nailed it. Sometimes I was like, I don't know what's happening. I can't tell what's going on. The the kind of slow mo moment where they're like two intertwined. That was kind of a really cool visual to me. Like yeah. it looked really when impressive. You saw the different colors and it was kind of swirled. And, and then you also saw um, uh, Riz Ahmed yeah. and uh, Tom Hardy, and that was really cool. And then when they got swallowed up in one, I was like, Ooh, what's going on in there? And then they split off again. And that was that was kind of cool. I also thought it was kind of funny how Venom. Uh, explains or not explains he just tells like what his weakness is because like first the sound thing happened and then uh, fire and, <laughs> he's like and fire like he said it like he it, like he's definitely afraid of fire he's a, he wants to let you know he's like and fire like he's adding to the list of things which I thought was again you're going into that buddy comedy routine and I thought that was just kind of uh, from that um uh, an easter egg uh so the astronaut that, um, yep. the astronaut, uh, yeah, his last name, J uh, he was one of the Jamesons, J.J. Jameson. Well, he was a son. Yeah. He was a son. Yeah. Jonah Jameson's son. In the original story, that's what happened too, or at least the one I know from the Spider-Man cartoon, was that J. Jonah Jameson's son went into space, came back on this mission, and when he came back, the symbiote was like attached to the ship. They didn't bring it back on purpose, I believe. Um... <laughs> It wasn't like a crash landing and he survived, but they made it seem like he was dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, okay. We just introduced him and killed him. Yeah. In one fell asleep. <laughs> Here's his face. He's dead. Where'd the symbiote go? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was on to the next person, the, the medic lady, and then... Mm -hmm. And then the and then the old lady yeah and then the little girl and the little girl <laughs> and then, yeah who just somehow got into the lab <laughs> just fucking shows up apparently security's not very tight yeah right uh, I mean at least Tom Hardy had to have like a key code yeah uh, with from uh, Doctor Skirth to get in but <laughs> the I'm, I'm trying to see if I can find it okay. <laughs> uh, so um, one so I'm gonna talk about real quick the people that were sitting next to me while watching this movie because we uh, saw you said they were obnoxious no they were just I don't think they go to movies a lot. Um, <laughs> well, it, de it depends. So, depends on what you're looking for. So, this woman that's out to my left, I think it was uh, a mother, like someone someone our mom's age, sitting with like her 
her daughter and um like that daughter's husband or something like that definitely like anyway um so she's sitting next to me and we get to the scene where dr skirth takes eddie brock to the lab and the security guard's coming so dr skirth has to go like take care of that and then she's like eddie brock you can, you can go in here but don't touch anything yeah. first thing this woman says to me she's oh he's gonna touch something i was like okay okay <laughs> And says it kind of loudly, not like not like for the row in front of her to hear, but like people around her. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then these people to my right came in five minutes late. Guys, Terrence already to fight them. Guys. And then when we get to the scene where um, Eddie Brock and Venom uh, scale the the skyscraper in order to put the phone on his former boss's desk, the people next to me are like, "Where are they? What's happening?" And they're like talking questions. They're saying questions to each other. But both of them arrived at the exact same time, so neither one of them know the answers to the questions. <laughs> so, it's like, okay. However, both of them, these people, um, enjoyed the movie, and they were laughing at the right parts. Um, I felt like, not that like it, there was never anything super serious about this movie, um, but they still enjoyed it. But I was just like, you know, it's different types of people go to, go to these movies. I have to remember that. It's probably my fault for being such a stickler for movie rules. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I would was going to yell at someone because their phone rang in the middle of the movie, too. Oh, I did hear that. That was down near me. For real, though? Yeah. You'll, you won't hear that in Alamo. <laughs> this, is my, this is my endorsement of Alamo Theaters. If you guys want to throw some money our way, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> another thing I actually read on, um, on Tom Hardy for this movie uh, was that he thought the relationship... He drew inspiration for the relationship between Venom and Eddie Brock as uh, Ren and Stimpy. Interesting. Which I was like, that's kind of fascinating. And um, let me uh, let me pull it up here. I will find it before too long. I should like bookmark all these things that I'm trying yeah. to reference. Who's Ren? Who's Stimpy? Um, well, basically, it's like one is kind of like the... Dudes, I did it. Oh, you did it? I oh, did it. Jeff's got the Venom filter. Oh, I did it. Oh, that's kind of That's pretty cool. That's really cool. That's pretty cool. Oh, turn your head. Oh, that's really cool. Dude, that's dope. All right, hold on, hold on. I got to send this out. I'm going to put this on my story. All right, cool. And save it <laughs> in the screen grab. We'll put it Oh, on. yeah, yeah, Well, no, no, no. You guys should do this, too. Okay, let me get oh, one. Oh, let me go. get one. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Slight detour. Hold on. No, this is this is worth it. This is worth it. Because it's pretty cool. Oh, it's a voice changer, too. Uh, Okay. You, do you want me to record a video? Yeah, do a video. All right, you ready? Yeah. We are Venom. I, I've changed my own voice. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't for you. It doesn't for me. I don't know why I did that. Okay, okay. Let's do it again. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. Hey, everybody. Listen to Popcorn and Nerds on the Scrap Production Channel thing. Anyway. Nope. We're, okay, Take okay, two. Okay, okay, okay. Take two. Hey, everybody. You should listen to Popcorn and Nerds. We talk about Venom. It's cool. And we eat tater tots. And chocolate. Nice. All right. I'm going to save that one. Okay. Send it to me, too. All right. I'm sending that to you. Mark's not on Snapchat. I am. Are you? I don't use it. Oh, uh, okay. well, there you go. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, I saved that anyway, one. That one is going on. We'll, uh, we'll, post, those, we'll post those videos on, uh, on, on, on the Facebook chat, and it'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, we just whole, whole Ren's Dippy thing was just like one is kind of almost the id. It was, it's just basically like kind of just Hulk and not Hulk, yeah. in a way, if you think about it. Um, Hulk and not Hulk. Bruce yeah. Banner. I know his name. I just... That was not the first Hulk. thing. Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that guy? Not Hulk. 
Hotdog? Um, nah, hot dog. Hot dog, not hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, Mark. So, Taylor. Would you recommend this movie? How many fractions of a point out of ten <laughs> would you give it? So, from a point one to a point You nine. can give it a point zero. Zero point zero. From a zero point zero to... So, out of one, you're saying? No, out of ten. So nine point nine is oh I thought I thought ten still yeah I said zero point zero two oh I thought you said to one so it'd be like um, we're rating everyone on a scale from zero point zero to one point zero you could do that too yeah do that because that's how fractions work yeah. yeah I'm waiting I know I'm just <laughs> looking at Jeff um I feel like. Six, I think. No, you mean point point six. Six. <laughs> point six out of one. Or you don't even need that out of one because it's point six. That is. No. <laughs> that's how scales work, Jeff. You have to have a, a max on the scale. That's why. Yes, that's you. You're you are correct. You need a denominator. You know what? Just give, give me a denominator. Just, that, is, that is actually a fact. You need a denominator to find out what the referencing scale is. No, because 0.6 is a fraction that has a denominator. Which is why it was confusing. But that's not a scale, though. Oh, my God. Because I could say 0.6 out of 10, and that's awful. But 0.6 out of 1, it's not bad. Anyway. Okay, Okay, 0.6 out of 1 for Mark. So a 6, yeah. 6 out of 10. (laughs) And a a 6.1 out of 10. And a 60 out of 100. Yeah. (laughs) And a 600 out of 1,000. That's how you want to do it, yeah. 6,100 out of 10,000. I got you. I think, uh, for me, I think the fun factor kind of, for me, made up for a little bit of its mistakes. Like, it's not, you know, it's still, parts of it don't make sense to me, but I had more fun watching it than, say, like Predator or something like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a, a, a .65 out of a 1.0. Okay. Okay, let me, let, me, yeah. let me make sure I get this. Point six five. You know what, Jeff? No. Two-thirds. Two thirds. I'm giving it two thirds. But then I can't do the Point repeating. Six 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 six. <laughs> there, there you go. Suck. There's your fractions. Sorry, I'm, Jeff. I'm actually super impressed because uh, you guys, you guys are you guys are right on par with the audience as well. Vinny also gave this a, a, a six point four. There you go. I like that. Of, <laughs> yeah. Out of ten. Actually, he didn't so, tell me what it was out of, so I have no so reference. We don't, I have we don't no know. reference. We don't know. Could be out of five, and then it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did the emoji thing for Maniac. Do we, the, the emojis you would give this? No, no. I think I'm, I think we're good. I think it's one rating, one rating system per episode. Um, well, Fractions, not on this, this yeah. rating system. We'll be closing up here soon, but stay tuned, and we'll let you know what we're uh, covering next week. Um, but Mark, what are you looking forward to in the next week? Um, Friday. Uh. The World Ends With You final remix, I think it's called, comes out. Um, Is that a game? Yeah. It was originally a DS game back in the day. They ported it to iOS, and now it's coming to the Switch. Um, It was hard on the DS. I never finished it, because you had to play both screens at the same time, like the battles. The top screen, you used the buttons to control. The Mm -hmm. bottom screen, you used the touch screen to control. So you Mm -hmm. had to fight on two things, Mm -hmm. in two different like form factors. It was really tough. Um, I never quite got that down and then moved on to other things before I finished it. But I had a really unique art style um, by, I believe it was Tetsuya Nomura, the guy who did Kingdom Hearts and he's worked on Final Fantasies. Um, 
done a lot for Square Enix. Uh, it, it takes place as kind of fashion oriented. Uh, takes place in Shibuya in uh, Shibuya. Um, so I'm interested that that's coming out on the Switch on Friday. Uh, for people who are interested, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four comes out on Friday also. Um, I'm not interested in that, but we talked about it earlier, <laughs> so I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's it for this week. Um, I am looking forward to uh, Daredevil season three next week, though. Nice. Very I'm cool. going to go ahead and mention that now, and then I'll mention it next week too. <laughs> and then we'll watch it, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Taylor, how about you? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm looking forward to. Um, I think. It's either season three or season four. I kind of lost track. But um, the new season of Superstore uh, premieres um, this Thursday on NBC. Um, big did, fan. W- workplace comedy show. Really Irby funny. recommend that? Um, I think I mentioned it. I mentioned it on the previous episode. And I think our, our friend Irby said that he had watched it and also liked it. Um, so a really funny show. Um, if you miss The Office, I would say check it out. Um, different style. Same humor. Um, really good. And then um, a podcast I listened to. Um, from uh, Aaron Menke and the folks at How Stuff Works have a new podcast called Unobscured. Um, it's a uh, it's going to be a serial type podcast where every season they tackle a different um, dark point in history. And the first season is on the Salem witch trials, so I'm actually very interested to check that out. That should be fun. Um, Jeff, what about you? What, what are you excited about this this upcoming week? Uh, I have one thing I'm excited about, uh, and then one thing I, w- I so you guys were talking about. Um, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Uh, Jenny Slate. You guys were, she, yeah. So yeah. She, was, she was in Venom. And in Big Mouth. Okay, well, so I actually watched yeah. a, a movie that she was in uh, this past week. Oh. Uh, I, I watched a movie called Obvious Child, which came out in 2014. Interesting. Uh, I, Sarah and I watched it because we thought it was going to be a chick flick. Mm-hmm. Um, I not. actually really liked it. It was pretty good. Hmm. Was it um, not a chick flick? Did you like it and it was a chick flick? Yeah. I, well, okay. no. Her, her character was really unique. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's like a... Up and like struggling comedian basically, and gotcha. she's like really like on the nose humor. Um, I enjoyed it a lot actually. Uh, I thought she played the part really well. Um, and then what I really am looking forward to, it actually came out the same weekend um, as Venom, is A Star Is Born. Um, oh, Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper and Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, and actually, so it it reminded me when I was looking up the box office uh, success of Venom. Uh, together, the two of them actually opened with the strongest box office weekend ever. So I thought that was unique. In um, October? Yeah. Well, okay. no, I, uh, no, it said it just says ever. Literally, uh, it says ever. It says it says. Let's see. And combined with a strong well, debut, two films together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It says what did it, get, com- how, how it doesn't say it what it what they combined for. Okay. Um, but so Venom's eighty. Well, together, they're at least over a hundred for yeah, sure. One twenty-five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it says yeah. Combined with a strong debut for Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's *The Star Is Born* to notch the biggest. Oh, October. Okay. Yep, you're right. I can't read. <laughs> hey man, none of us can. You said it's it. Fine. You said you, it. no. Well, you also said it this episode, <laughs> literally. So. It's that you can't read. No, I yeah. said I can't read. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. I can't read. That's why I'm... Mark, can you I've, read? I've mentioned many times that I cannot read. Okay. Hey! So. And we've made it. We're yeah. adults, and but, we can't yeah. read. Kids, well, don't need to say in school. We've uh, <laughs> made it this far in life. Well uh, great. Well, um, thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's episode of Popcorn yes. Nerds. Um, you can find Mark at uh, Spider12587 on Twitter, Spider underscore Games on Instagram and Spider's Corner Games on Facebook. Go ahead and check him out. He's posting all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff. And if I say that, it will come true, right, Mark? 
Yeah. Okay, good. I'm working on it. <laughs> you guys can find got me on Extra Life coming up. So. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tady Adams. You can follow everything we're doing here at Scrapped on Twitter and Instagram at We Are Scrapped. And right here, if you're watching on the Facebook live stream, facebook.com slash scrapped productions. Um, our theme is brought to you by JMAC of Fourth Quarter Entertainment. All of our artwork is done by the lovely and talented Nicole Yang, and we're not sponsored by anyone yet, but we're open to it. Um, next week, we will be doing a special topics episode. It'll be the pumpkin spice episode of Popcorn and Nerds. We're talking basic things. Uh, we're talking drinks. We're talking movies. Movies that everyone likes but aren't that good, and with a very special surprise guest um, we look forward to introducing that week we'll advertise it later mark you're giving me news finger what's up yeah extra life i mentioned it earlier i mentioned it on last week talked about it for like 15 minutes last week yeah but i'm gonna keep talking about it right. every week okay. Maybe briefly do it for the kids yeah, yeah. literally their Can hashtag their hashtag is for the kids um check it out i have a, a page up a link up on my personal page uh, i'll share it through spider's corner as well uh can get other people to share it but Literally, every donation does help. 100% of the proceeds go to the children's hospitals. Um, so that's not just a cliche saying. It actually means it in this instance. So if you can, donate a little, donate a lot. It's very much appreciated. You good? That's all I want to say. See, not, not 15 <laughs> minutes. I just want to plug it. I'm, 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 I'm plugging week. it. I'm plugging it right here. Okay, awesome. Well, thank there you guys go. so much for joining us. And stay tuned next week. We love you. Bye.